It's wrestling time. Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your wrestling uh, show where we're going <laughs> to talk everything wrestling for the last seven days. Thanks for listening. If you found us online, just Google us at the KF Podcast for more stuff. We'll show up in your podcast catcher. We'll show up in your social media. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Lots, uh, as always, lots going on. Um, I think we're going to start in AEW this week since there's more drama and stuff going on there. Um, I don't think anybody in the WWE this week has had any, uh, there's no more allegations or money being paid to, uh, people to quit or any of that right this week, right? Um, just all in-ring drama there, but we'll start... What I wanted to start with since, uh, Ken, I know you didn't watch Dynamite, though, but I wanted to start with Fallout from last week's Dynamite. So, I don't know if you heard a lot of the things going on, but we all saw Punk's promo last week where, out of the blue, he just started, like, shitting on Adam Page. about He called him, cow, instead of cowboy shit, coward shit, he called him out, said come out to the ring, he sat Indian style. Apparently, do you know where all this comes from? I'll start with there. I do now. Apparently, he took uh, he took offense to some promos, and this is his first time back with a mic. So now he's going to address some stuff that Hangman has said, uh, and and really kind of went into business for himself and decided yeah. to. So this a lot of the story goes that Hangman, when he did a promo, I found the Hangman promo was that Hangman kind of said something. I guess Hangman is really close. You know, he's close with the Dark Order guys. Those are his friends. Colt Cabana. I guess he didn't like kind of the way Punk treated Colt Cabana. So he said something in that promo to the to the effect of, um, I'm trying to save the AEW locker room from you by uh, yeah. winning. And, he, and that was off script. Punk got really mad about that. So in the beginning of that show, he called him out. He did all that stuff, knowing that Hangman wasn't allowed to come out because... Tony wasn't going to let him come out. I guess on Being the Elite, they did a whole skit about it where Hangman was in the in the room training the Dark Order for the trios match, and a guy comes in with a headset on and said, Punk's calling you out. And he was like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm, he was doing something else. So they're making a joke about it, you know. Um, so I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of drama there. A lot of people saying that, you know, that sort of elite group with Hangman, the Dark Order, a lot of those people... They don't really like Punk. They have a hard time working with him. He has ego. Who do you believe? What's really going on? What's your thoughts on it, bro? Um, I'm kind of hoping it's all a work. Okay. But I don't know. Last night kind of makes me feel more like it is. Either that or uh, they drew a line in the sand and they showed where management stands. Yeah. So, yeah, we can get into Dynamite. I just thought it was interesting going back and forth all week with, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, um, I mean, the whole term of going into business for yourself, I understand, like, what that means and that some people do that. If it wasn't a work and wasn't planned, I think Punk took it a little too far where you kind of sit down and go, I'm going to challenge somebody in doing that. That's a little different than, like, saying a few things in a promo, because he really made him look, kind of making someone look stupid, where you're like, come on, yeah. I challenge you. Oh, you didn't come out where you're, you're a coward. And, like, he went a little far. But Punk's always had that problem where he doesn't know how to, like, 
he gets into it with people. There's people that hasn't hasn't liked him before, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I mean, you can't believe anything in wrestling anymore. You never know if it's all. No. We still don't know if MJF's a work or not. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you just I don't. thought it was at first, but now I don't think so anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's waited too long. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You know, I noticed a lot of things with a strong AEW fans. Their defense, a lot, a lot of things is it's storytelling. Give it time. I'm like, so everything's storytelling. <laughs> like, how long do you wait on some of this stuff? But anyway, well, let's get into Dynamite. Um, that was the drama before the, oh, the other little bit of drama that was going around. Did you two hear about this email that Tony's lawyer sent to like, uh, yeah. Stephanie and Tony and, uh, Nick Khan and all of them. No, yeah. uh, he basically stays, basically sent a letter saying like, do not talk to any of our people while they're under contract. Um, you know, kind of warning them, don't reach out to people. Cause there's rumors that, Triple H is talking to Adam Cole. Triple H is talking to Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, and you know, who well, knows? Well, there was official word that they he tried getting a hold of someone that they didn't realize was like on dark that yeah. had a contract. They like reached out to so so, and then he t- they sent that letter, which you know I think is very ironic because Keith Lee even admitted in his podcast that he did with Jericho or wherever that. You know, he was let go by the WWE's under that 90-day, like, no-compete and all that. And yeah. he said, well, I ran into Tony at a party, and Tony was really cool and was like, hey, we should talk. Like, you know, kind of the same thing. You know, he was talking to Jeff Hardy. He was doing things like that. I mean, they all Well, here's the thing. That. It's not contract tampering if you call somebody and say, are you still under contract with? Yeah. That's, that's not contract tampering. You're not allowed to not talk to people. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you're allowed to still communicate, but you're... You can't say, oh, well, if you leave there, I'll give you this or whatever. But Do you hold any weight to the to rumors people? that people are saying that he's a little freaked out because there's chatter in the locker room of people like, I can't wait to get out of this chocolate track. I want to go back. It's safe to go back now, you know? I think it would affect him a little bit. Yeah. It would affect anybody. Yeah. All right, so we start Dynamite last night where um, going into this show, I mean, me and Ken were talking yesterday a little bit. I had high expectations that we were going to see some shit. Um, I I didn't understand (laughs) why we were moving the title match from All Out, which All Out is very poorly booked so far. There is not a lot. Remember last year where we were like hoping we were going to see Hangman and Omega, and instead it was just like Christian and and Omega again, but they still had other storylines going on. This all out is very disjointed. Like, there's not a lot of big things no. mapped out for it. So I kind of thought, like, all right, well, Moxley and and Punk for the unification is definitely it. Then they move it to Wednesday, and our minds went to MJF's interfering. Someone's showing up. Uh, last mm-hmm. week we were, it's in Cleveland, maybe Johnny Gargano's there, which we found out that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, there was a lot of, like, and yesterday, you know, we were talking, and I was like, kind of excited to see like what's going to happen tonight like this could get crazy so the show starts and we start with jericho and garcia and all that and i i don't know i i just really don't care about about what they do with this they're saving daniel garcia from jericho is what this is which i hope that's what it ends up being yeah i hope it's what it what it ends up being and and, um, I, you know, I'm sure Jericho, Daniel, Brian Danielson at the pay-per-view. Eh, okay. I mean, I just hope Danielson wins, which he should. Yeah. You know, um, as someone said, it's going to be 
uh, uh, Daniel Garcia's contract on a pole or something like that. (laughs) They do have time to add that. I kind of hope that if Garcia goes with Danielson, that they break away from the Black Bull Combat Cup and become their own team. Yeah. Claudio and Danielson are kind of lost in that shuffle, I feel. Uh, Yeah. I don't I think, think the Danielson thing fits. The, the R, guys with ROH belts like really don't have much going on. Yeah. On the show, like it's just yeah. I just don't think Danielson. I think originally when it was kind of like a Danielson and Moxley, they were both heels. It felt like they were going to be like these two guys that like it, the Combat Club has changed. It's more campy. The way Moxley Moxley acts. Uh, the way Regal is with him, I think I would like to see Danielson team. I I think I like the idea of, you know, Ken last night. I know you didn't see it, but D- Garcia kept saying, you know, Danielson was his like childhood hero, like someone mm-hmm. he grew up watching. I think that's a good tag team idea, a mentor and his like apprentice, you know, and like they wrestle very similar. They'd be a good team that actually wrestles. They would have really good matches with people like FTR and other people, I think that would be a much better idea than sticking them in that group. I agree, but I don't know if they'll break it up right away. I mean, I don't... It sells too many shirts. Exactly. Yeah. And they, all their other, uh, whatchamacallit, all their other factions kind of don't have much going on, so it's like... Yeah. Yeah, what happened to all the factions? They kind of, everybody was in a faction now, and they're all just kind of like there. Jericho's and uh, Moxley's. Yeah, there's other ones that exist. They just don't really do much. Yeah, trust Buster. The Dark Order just does being the elite skits. That's basically all they do. Um, so let's see. Uh, next, then we went into um, Dax Harwood versus Jay Lethal, and I really like this. This was good. I'm excited to watch this match. Uh, it should be pure wrestling, and yeah. I, I like the fact that. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns are now part of this uh, this this match for all out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where mm-hmm. they f- fit into this. Like, is it Jay? Is it Jay Lethal with the Motor City Machine Guns versus this team now because they realized that the big Santham Singh guy couldn't wrestle, and, and, and they're wrestling FTR and Wardlow, so they wanted some better people. They probably want to protect that guy too, and have instead of having yeah. him get beat up by Wardlow. Yeah, which is already. Better. I like Jay Lethal a lot. I like watching him on the show. I like seeing him wrestle. I like seeing him win. Um, I think they need more of it. I think Jay Lethal is a great star that has under, been underutilized. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, and Dax Hardwood can wrestle anybody. He makes everyone look good. Yep. Um, so we had that, and then we moved on to um, this fucking terrible shit of Billy Gunn wrestling his son, which... <laughs> Here, here, let me wrap. Let me try to summarize all this. So, Billy's now with the acclaimed. The acclaimed have a problem with the gun club. So, the gun club, and they wrestle their dad last night. They beat up their dad. They win. And then they start beating up the acclaimed. And for some reason, Swerve and Keith Lee make the save. So now it all out, it's Swerve and Keith Lee versus the Acclaim, and the Gun Club's not involved in this at all. I don't understand why at all out the payoff isn't Gun Club versus the Acclaim. I don't understand why Keith Lee and Swerve 
even give a fuck about these two feuding with each other or even bothered set up. This is almost as bad as when the Bucks came out of nowhere and were like, hey, you guys want to have a tag match last week and then lost the belts. Like, yeah. you didn't even have to say anything. Like, they had nothing to do with this with this feud at all, and they just came down. Keith Lee couldn't have walked slower to the ring to make the save either. And then they, Keith Lee gets fatter every week, too. He is a big boy. And then they just go, hey, you guys are pretty good. Want to fight it all out for the tag belts? I'm like, the acclaimed are, like, ranked number five. I'm like, FTR is the number one tag team. Why are they not in the tag title picture at they're all? they're fighting the Motor City Machine Guns. They are, yeah, they are wasted on that show sometimes. I don't understand it. They're carrying belts around for a company that doesn't exist, a promotion that doesn't like their belts on, uh, that doesn't give a shit about their tag belts because they're never defended in, in their uh, prospective territories. And but they can't go after the real belts. Even though they're ranked number one, they're just kind of standing around going, yeah, we'll help Wardlow. It, it makes no sense to me what they do with that tag division. The gun club isn't... They've been winning. They're not even ranked or they're not even give a shit about, about the feud. I don't understand that feud at all with the acclaim. It makes no <laughs> sense to me. It's just scatterbrain booking all over the place. I thought they had something good going with them together. They did. They were on to something. They fucked it all up because <clears throat> makes no sense. So then we have more drama. So then they come out and Thunder Rosa announces that she's hurt. She has to drop. Well, she's not dropping a title. They're doing an interim woman's champion now, and they're going to have a different match. Have you heard all the shit going on with this backstage nonsense? I heard a little bit of it. So apparently a lot of the rumors going around is that Britt Baker can't stand Thunder Rosa. Jamie Hayter hates Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa broke Hayter's nose by accident, and then Britt Baker and her were going to beat her up backstage. So Thunder Rosa has a ton of heat backstage with injuring people and working sloppy and sandbagging and all this other stuff. So they were sending her away for a little while to calm things down. So they made up an injury that she's hurt. And that's why they just kind of came up with this. Because she apparently had a match on Dark and they are like, you know, websites that report on this, like Frightful Select and other ones, were like, she got injured in that match. I was there. She got injured in that match. And I heard a lot of people go in that and were like, I didn't see her get injured in that match. I don't know where this injury... They're not specifying what the injury is. They didn't... I mean, Punk came out and gave a whole thing about dropping the belt and all that. They did a two-minute segment where they didn't even have her talk. Where basically Tony Schiavone was like, "Well, she did her screaming incoherent thing in mm -hmm. the, but she didn't yeah. say what her injury is." No, no. You know, she well, I don't think Punk did. He, well, maybe he did. He did. He remember. talked about his foot, and it'll get his foot healed and all that. You know, and they even said it was Punk's foot. Like, it's very strange what they're doing here with her. It's very strange. I don't know if that rumor is true, but. It, I don't know. It's very. It's, it's a very odd it, situation. It seems like everyone hates her. Like when she wore that sandbagging since 2014 shirt. Like yeah. even like Penelope Ford goes, "That's an odd brag, but good yeah. for you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it's very weird. So they switched that out. Now it's Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter versus um, Britt Baker, and I can't remember who the fourth girl is. I don't know. Um, Sheeta. Yes, Sheeta, which will probably be a better match, and uh, hopefully Tony Storm wins because they were going to give her the belt, I guess. So you know, I kind of want Jamie Hader to win. Either one yeah. is good. Someone new, you know, would be good. Sheeta's only in that match to take the pin as well. Yeah, 
So that's a shame, but whatever. So we'll see. But um, yeah, and again, and they're calling it, and she's going to be called the inter, intermittent, whatever. I don't know. Interim. Interim. This, is, this is AEW's thing. Instead of just taking stripping the belt and having them have the the first, they're doing this this interim thing. This is like the fourth, third, fourth time they've done it. So yeah, yeah. just about every title now. Yeah. So then we'll see how well that played out. Um, Britt Baker wrestled Kylan King, and then you know whatever. I I watched a little bit of that, not much of it. Um, so then we get to the to the meat of this. Um, I was shocked to see, you know, this starts where, you know, for sure I thought the main event was going to be the unification of the title matches. Because it's, it's supposed to be the main event of All Out. But then they, they were like, coming up next, here we go. And I was like, oh, this is weird. But I was still hopeful because I thought, well, shit's going to happen that's going to, like, fall out through the next hour. Like, there's got to be something that goes on here. And then it was a three-minute squash match. Which, I have no idea what the hell they did here. I mean, they claim Punk kicked him with his right foot, but then his plant foot, his left foot, he hurt, fell down, was holding it. But then Moxley grabbed his foot and twisted it. So I don't know if you would do that on a real injury. And then, I don't know what that, that fucking DDT that Moxley does nowadays is shit. All it is is just like a... A suplex. Sloppy suplex. <laughs> it's not even a DDT anymore. And he did two of those a punk and he pinned them. And it was over in no time. It was so flat and so lame. I have no idea what this is. It could be anything. What do you two think it is? A work. What kind of a work? Like what? what's the long I think haul that here? there is legitimate heat between Hangman and Punk. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if all those rumors of him saying he was going to walk out of the company and stuff were all true. I think that might have been fabricated, and I hope that they're just playing off that. A lot of people are saying, well, Punk really is hurt more long-term than they thought, so this is a way to write him off TV. Well, why did why why did they even bother with the interim stuff? Yeah, why bring him back then? Why bring him back then? Just leave him off. No one Moxley stopped calling it the interim title. Right after he won it, he was just calling himself the tie, the champion. Like, I don't understand any of this. I don't understand any of this at all. It makes me feel like maybe something's up that Punk wants to leave and offered. Well, I'll give up the title like this way. I'll, I'll at least go out in a loss. I, I have no idea. I mean, there's yeah. other people speculating that he's going to come back in a week because all outs next weekend. So he's yeah. he's saying he's going to come back and win it in Chicago. Like. Well, why didn't you just have the match in Chicago? Like, none of this makes any sense at all. No MJF, no running, nothing. They have no title match at all out now. Unless Moxley finds an opponent in a fucking week. But, I mean, that's your build-up for your title. I, I don't get this at all. I, I don't know. I've heard that there might be a rematch at, at All Out with a stipulation, so it gives you a reason to have like a stipulation match, like uh, Last Man Standing or something. You know, they can you know how they can cut a promo and say, you know, if it wasn't for my foot, you'd never you know, yeah. or an I Quit match, something to that effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, is what I kind of was getting towards. But uh, I see, I see a lot of excuses popping up. Like, well, this is get, this is better than them having a banger of a match because it's it's more headline worthy. I'm like, I think it made Punk look like a 
he got squashed. Like, yeah, he he just got destroyed. Like, I could see if he did the injury angle and fell down, was like, oh, he couldn't continue. Like, even without the ankle, Moxley kicked the shit out of him for about two <laughs> minutes and made him look weak as shit. Like, there wasn't even like any threat that he even looked like he knew what he was doing. You know, I I don't know, I don't get it. I don't get the ankle thing either because. When he made that save and return a few weeks ago, he was bouncing around on his leg like his ankle was fine. So, mm. who the hell knows? It was so odd. It was not what we expected at all. And for me, it totally took me out of the rest of the show. Like, I like the crowd felt flat. Like, it even ruined that triple threat for me at the end because it was just like, what the hell just happened here? And the announcers are, like, trying to make, like, excuses for it and try to, like... Uh, it was just, it was a really weird, what did you think about the vibe of the show after that, bro? The crowd, it did kill the crowd. They were and so they confused. They started picking up a little bit. And I think falling off with Aussie Open, which a lot of people probably don't even know who they are. Yeah. It's probably not the best move. They should have just put that on last. Let the crowd go home, like, annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> well, next they kind of brought, they brought Ricky Starks out, and they did his promo, which was good. But the crowd was good. It was a bad place for Ricky also because the crowd was like, what the fuck? And then he's trying to cut this emotional promo. And then they cut Mm -hmm. the Christian Cage. Which he did a great job with. He did. Ricky is good. He's a good. I wish they'd give him more time. Um, Mm -hmm. Christian Cage accepted. I don't think anybody gives a shit about Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy at all out. I think it sucks. I think they ruined that one too. I don't know what they're doing with that. And then the main event was entertaining. Um, obviously, yeah, you know, match, but, but, um, it kind of, I kind of knew who was going to win that match. You know, they're going to, mm-hmm. you knew he was going to face Omega. I did like the stare down at the end with, uh, Omega and Osprey. It, it does make me interested to see that match. It looks like there's some history yeah. there and some heat, you know, so, uh, that'll mm-hmm. be good. Um, I don't really understand if the Bucks and Omega are good or bad right now. Because Don Callis need to be either. He's like yeah. nice right now. <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> they talk to him and they're not like yelling at him anymore. They're like, Oh, that's a good point, Don. And he's like being kind of like a nice guy about things. <laughs> yeah. But I say it every I don't think week they need to be either. JR was on the next level fucking annoying on this entire show. Uh, he can't be out the whole time he's he a can't. second hour guy i can't stand when he's out when the acclaim is there i don't know why he thinks it's funny to repeat max caster but people love max caster when he's rapping someone needs to tell him to shut the fuck up and let max caster <laughs> rap they don't need jay on her back going listen listen like mocking how he's doing it like they're good guys now they're not heels anymore like, the crowd's mm. into them. You're not supposed to be cutting them off and, like, making them sound bad. I don't know why he doesn't know that. You know, like, you're smart enough you should know that. I don't know if he's trying to run them down or if he just thinks he's cool. It's not funny. I mean, it's like, you know, you're making fun of the way the guy says, listen. You're going, listen. And, and like, it's really bad. It's just, they need to get him off there. He should come out for main events, and that's about it. Mm. So I think I think move I think there's something going on with Punk. I think that something's up there, and they had to make a decision and change it. Uh, there's a lot of things going around. I also think he moved this to this show to get a rating. Um, it did it help. It did help him. It didn't help him a ton, but it moved him from 957 up to uh, 
one about around one million. I'm gonna be real interested to see what these numbers were from the beginning of the show to the end. I bet you he was well up in the one twos or maybe even the one threes when it began and opened, and then after that nine o'clock shit debacle, I bet you these ratings dropped. And I don't know if he's gonna be able to sustain it in the next week what's coming with some of this weird shit that's been going on. We got the go home shows next week. Yeah, and you got to address what happened. You know, it's gonna, you know. Yeah. Mm. If they so, do, I mean, Moxley. I mean, Moxley came out after and did that promo where he was like, "I'm the effing man here, and I, I run this shit." And you know, that felt to me like uh, I sent that asshole pack, and I'm the guy now. But uh, yeah. Th- did you hear about the promo that he did after Dynamite went off the air? Kenny Omega? Kenny Omega's last week was a crazy promo. I don't know what he was talking about. Did you see that promo last week where he was talking about... No. Uh, it was all over the place. I mean, Cornette did a whole thing about it where they played it and listened to it. But um, <laughs> Moxley's this week. Um, what do you think John Moxley did? He, him and the Blackpool Combat Cub came out and they sent the crowd home happy. What do you think he shit on? Uh, who knows? The WWE. For some reason, he still can't get over the WWE. So he came out and he was talking, and he first he shit on Punk, saying like that was one of his best matches and how he dominated. And then the next thing he said was, "Please make sure to watch our show next week. Um, if you're gonna fucking watch shows on Monday and Friday, you if you're gonna fucking watch shit on Monday and Friday, you should definitely watch good shows on Wednesday." That was his, that was his promo. And the crowd was like, oh, you know, to like cheer or whatever. I don't understand why Moxley can't let it go and talk about something else. But that's that's our that's your our champ. He's he's your champ. Yes, he he's your undisputed champ. Mm-hmm. Him and Roman are undisputed champs. <laughs> they are. Poor Seth. Um, Rampage was on last week also. It dropped in ratings 528 to 461, too. It was the best Rampage I've watched in a long time. The, the main event was fantastic. What was the main event? The Best Friends versus uh, the Trustbusters. Oh, they, the... Beat the, they beat the Trustbusters. That's right. And the Best Friends did the Ant Hill, the old colony finishing move, to win the match. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> so, so we're pretty like much they're... calling everybody who's winning these, because um, I saw the dark spoilers and or the rampage spoilers, and, I, and it's exactly how we're saying this tournament's playing out. It's not many surprises. All right, anything else from AEW from you two? Nope. All right, Nothing but disappointment. Let's talk about um, WWE. Um, so last week we had uh, SmackDown. Um, this SmackDown, I had I had issues with this SmackDown. It was uh, not one of their better shows since they've started doing some newer shows. It wasn't horrible. There's a few good things on it, but um, I'm sick of Ronda Rousey. I hate. I, I don't like this shit that they're doing with her. Uh, I find it very stupid when she shows up and she wants to pay and, and she's going to get arrested and she's beating up male security guards. I don't, I'm just not into it. I'm not feeling it. What do you think about it, Brock? They had to do something because the crowd turned on Liv Morgan. Yeah, the crowd did turn on Liv Morgan. But, you know, 
I hope Shayna Baszler beats her. I mean, I think she will. I think and then you'll have Baszler versus Rousey. Baszler versus Rousey is a much better feud, but I'm just <clears> tired of the open shows with Rana doing shit like this in the ring. It's just not hitting for me. Um, it's better than her just standing out there mean mugging and trying to talk. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, then a disappointing thing. Uh, Toxic Attraction came up, which I liked. They took the place in that women's tag uh, match. They won, but then Gigi Dolan got hurt, so now they had to be pulled, which was disappointing. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. kind of wanted them to maybe win and go. I like Toxic Attraction. I think they're good. I think the other girl that's with Gigi, I forget her name all the time, but she's Stacey good. Jane. She's good, too. She's got some good moves, and she knows how to work the crowd and got the look. I, I, I like her. I think she's good. So, yeah, Gigi got hurt, so that unfortunately takes them out of that. Now they're going to have, like, a second chance kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, that was that. was That that happened. Um, I did like Sammy. I think Sammy in the back talking to Roman was pretty entertaining. Uh, you can tell they're doing something with Sammy. I think it's eventually going to lead to him and Owens back together. I think so. Um, he didn't win that, four, that contenders match for the... Uh, IC title, Sheamus won that. So it's Sheamus and Gunther at Clash That's of the no Ca- surprise, though. That's no surprise. Um, it looks like they're bringing back Sarah Logan. Uh, For evil, know, maybe. Yeah, she was like at that Viking funeral thing. There's like a girl that walked up. A lot of yeah, people. That's probably filled at their house, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they do, if they bring her back and put her with them. I thought she was done. I didn't think she wanted to do it anymore. Yeah, if they come calling now, you never know. Well, she's a mom now. Yeah. We'll that's see. why she kind of walked away from it. Um, the thing that annoyed me the most about this show was I fucking hate this Maximum Male model shit. I know this was a Vince idea. I don't know why they can't kill this. Well, they probably have some money wrapped up in it, so yeah. they let it play out. It is so stupid. It is so bad. And then they had Hit Row get involved in it. And I'm like, I just wanted to see Hit Row wrestle. I honestly, you know, I like Hit Row, but I don't want to watch them rap for three minutes and then, like, feud with male models. I thought that was bad. That was a bad book segment. I wanted to see them actually wrestle again and work a little bit. You know, I know they're rappers, and I know they're going to let them do that, but I'm more interested in your ring action. So maybe next week they'll be back in tag team. They're men on a mission, 2022. Yeah, male models is it's terrible. They need to scrap all that. But like you said, you know, um, a lot of this shit is wrapped up in marketing, and you can't just kill it. I read an article about that this week, where you know people were complaining about. We talked about this last week a little bit about like why didn't Triple H just change Austin Theory back to Austin Theory? And it said like those name changes go into effect in so many things. Like the guy in this article said, like you know, toys, video games, T-shirts. So many stuff that they that they buy that they have to use, uh, programs yeah. for for uh, yep. for stadiums that they're at and venues that they're at and marquees and all this shit that like it's not as simple as just going. We're done with well, that. The past two pay per views, the maximum male models have been involved with the sponsor. They did the the pure water and whatever the thing was the month before. They yeah. were in the backstage segment with the. So I'm sure that's you know they. Some advertising executive like, oh, that's hilarious. Do yeah. that again with these guys. And it's like they got to be. Oh, we didn't see them on then. TV. You got to put them on TV 
So he just put mm-hmm. him. So he put him on TV, and he had him get their ass kicked. <laughs> that was basically all he did with it. Which those guys. I, I are... wonder if Mace thinks this is better than uh, his other stupid gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> then what was it before? What were they called? Revolution. Retribution. 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 Yeah. I don't know, poor Mace. Which he's not a bad wrestler. I mean, this team of three guys wouldn't be a bad three man team if they dropped all this dumb shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not. A, I've never been a huge fan of L.A. Knight, but it was way better than Max Dupree. <laughs> Especially now that you have Maxine Dupree too. Yeah, it's really, like how many Max Duprees do you need? <laughs> I know it's really, really bad. Um, then Roman and Drew faced off, and they did all that at the end. Roman to me looks naked out there when he doesn't have Heyman and the Usos with him. Yeah. So there, I like that they're still selling that Heyman's really hurt from that table spot that Lesnar <laughs> did to him. You know. <laughs> Uh, so that was SmackDown. Um, different, uh, like I said, not one of their better shows, um, but, you know, wrapping up some stuff there. Um, this week I thought Monday Night Raw was really good. I thought this was one of the better Raws I've seen in a long time. Uh, as far as some of the newer Raws, I think it was well put together. The Canada crowd was, the Canada crowd was really good. Um, uh, Dakota and EO won their opening match against Bliss and Asuka. Um, Trish Stratus came out looking amazing, uh, mm-hmm. looking better than most of the roster. I mean, she's just great, and uh, I hope they do something with her. I hope she. Uh, I think she looks better now than she did back in the day. Oh, without a doubt, she looks more natural now and less fake and all that. Mm-hmm. She's great, and the crowd fucking loves her, especially up in Canada. I think they should do something with her and Bailey, you know, maybe for Survivor Series or something like that. I think that's what they're leading toward. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. And Trish, just kind of off, well, not off topic. She's been a great ambassador for the wrestling business as a whole. Mm-hmm. She's very active in both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the Waterloo Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, the Tragos Says Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which gives back to a lot of the old timers who didn't get to make the money and stuff like that. Yeah. So credit to her for, for doing that kind of stuff because she didn't need to. Yeah, she's just an all around cool person. Mm hmm. Yeah. So it was good to see her. Uh, that was cool. That was a good opening with all that. Um, then you had Balor versus Ziggler, which, you know, again, I, I feel like the format in this show has completely changed. Instead of, like, stupid matches that last two minutes long, they all get a lot of time. They go all over the place. You know, Balor won by cheating, but that's what he does now. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just, it's just different. Like, he's on the show, all throughout the show. Well, look at Dolph Ziggler wrestling competitive matches every week now. Yeah, he's like involved mm-hmm. wrestling a lot of matches. Uh, another great competitive match was Owens and Chad Gable. Like, I thought that was going to be like a, a Vince mm-hmm. Renner that he would just squash Chad Gable and it would have been over. But Gable's a hell of a wrestler and they went to town. I mean, they did. It was a great, it was another good, good uh, mm-hmm. banger of a I match. I think Di even said, like, why is this guy oh. still hanging in there with Kevin Owens? I'm like, because he can wrestle. Yeah, because he's a legit <laughs> like, wrestler. Like, this isn't the Vince era anymore. Yeah. So that was good. All those flowed really well. Um, Bailey's return in the ring. Bailey definitely does not look like the same wrestler that left when she came back. I don't know how healthy she is, but she definitely wrestles slower, and it, it was different to me. I don't know if she's still selling an injury angle, but she looked a lot slower to me and a lot different from her. What did you think about her? I didn't really notice a difference. Yeah, she's... um. I don't know. I, I feel like something's off with her, but 
she was really injured. She was gone a long time, so you know maybe she just has some ring rust to bang off and you know work. Yeah, through. I'm sure that takes a while. Yeah. Um. Then in a hilarious scene, we had Lashley and, and, and AJ teamed up with Miz and Champa, and you know we knew there was going to be some Dexter Loomis stuff coming up. He kind of attacked AJ, and it was a fake decoy, and then the real one showed up and kidnapped Miz. <laughs> and they did the same thing on uh, Dynamite this week, too. Kidnap Angles. Well, no, they had a fake Kip Sabian in oh, the, the crowd. Fake, fake Kip Sabian, yeah. Um... <laughs> So I don't know what they're doing with Loomis, but it's it's definitely interesting. You know, like I thought he was after AJ. Now he kind of faked it out. So we'll see. Miz's acting there was great. It was getting choked out and dragged <laughs> away. And they're screaming, where's security? And he dragged him out. And then Loomis shows up on NXT and the I cops are after it. him. And like uh, saves Indy Hartwell and then uh, gives her a it's love right. letter and then gets arrested like... I don't know what they're doing with them, but I like it. It's they didn't show the note though. As soon as they panned around, they ran out of time. She put the note on NXT on a, on her. Okay. I mean, on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> the note said um, something about "I love you" and and they can't stop me or something. You know, something cryptic. They're doing something with them, so you know. We'll, She's we'll, probably getting sent up to Raw too. Yeah, I, and I think you'll see Candice LeRae reunite with her up there too. Mm-hmm. as a woman's tag team. She's bound to come back, too. Because in the next segment, out of nowhere after commercial, Johnny Gargano returns, who everyone thought he was <laughs> going to be a Dynamite on Wednesday. I thought he was going to be a Dynamite maybe on Wednesday from the rumor mill that was going around there in Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, he returned here. Uh, he said he was nervous, that he wasn't aware, didn't think people would give a shit about him, but the crowd loved it. Mm-hmm. And that uh, was a great return. Then they tied in with Austin Theory, and they did um, a little little thing there with their little group that they used to have, and Argonne super kicked them. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I kind of feel like they're going to lead to a uh, a match for the briefcase. I think so, too. Yeah. Hmm. Which will be interesting if they do that. Triple H loves Johnny Gargano, so he's... Uh, it really is funny to see how much Triple H's boys are in control on this show, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, the people that he had faith in and picked before, like, are just kind of, like, all of a sudden in stories and in areas. I wonder how other people feel that maybe aren't, like, his boys that are, you know? Yeah, when's Bobby Roode coming back? I don't know. Probably pretty soon. Probably repackaging him. I mean, because Shawn Michaels is running NXT, Jeff Jarrett's now gone, and Road Dogs mm-hmm. rehired in Jeff Jarrett's role. Like, it's totally... It's funny that they had that DX biography on Sunday night, and they're talking about, like, the old <laughs> DX changing wrestling. Well, DX now runs this whole uh, this whole company now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. What's uh, X-Pac going to do? Well, he'll be there. Him, him or Nash will be there sooner or later. Watch. Um, and then Damian Priest versus Edge I thought was good. Edge was good with the crowd and all that. It all worked really well. Um, yeah, it was good. All around, it was good. Do you have any other thoughts about it or the main event? No. Entertaining. It was an entertaining show. It's actually nice to watch that show again and actually be entertained. Mm-hmm. For the first time in a fucking long time. Like we said, it's not perfect. There's a lot he has to clean up, but there's things that are intriguing to see how it's going, so. Yeah. Um, then we had, uh, NXT, a little bit about that. We'll just touch a little bit on that. It looks like this they're... This show sucked. 
It looks like they're just building towards. They're unifying the NXT, all the U NXT UK belts with all their these current belts. So. This was a let's pull, let's pluck all the people we like and show that they're going somewhere else. Indy Hartwell, Dexter Loomis, Legato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the people that are leaving. Yeah. Um, like, don't worry, we're going to use these guys for something good. <laughs> I I'm not really a big um, Tyler Bate fan. I would have rather seen Braun Baker, Braun Breaker versus uh, that Elo Dragunov guy, which I thought was really good. Yeah, but he got hurt. So now it's um, how I just unbelievable was Von Wagner versus Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate looks like he's fourteen years old, and he wears Von those... Wagner should have been able to rip him limb from limb. And he's like they they do that thing where he's like real strong. Like it just doesn't work for me at all. No, because like it looks like he he, he has his little underwear no on and his little boots, and he's just running around there with his hair. Like <laughs> I don't care how tough you are, how strong you are. That size difference just yeah. isn't something that you would believe. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Especially the style that he wrestles. Because Vaughn Wagner, like, he's literally twice his size. Yeah, yeah. Were you surprised that they're uniting these belts based off that they said they were kind of going to do maybe keep the, the UK NXT belt as like a secondary belt in NXT Europe or they're just starting fresh? I, I think they're just... I don't think anybody's from NXT UK is going to win these matches. Do you? No, I don't think so either. Well, maybe the tag match because those guys are on the U.S. roster anyway. Yeah, but yeah. I still don't see them beating the Creed brothers. Um, who was the woman wrestler for NXT UK that they brought out that everyone made a big deal about? I never heard of her before. That was B Priestley. No, the the Asian girl that came out. Oh. Oh. Um. I knew the one. Mika Satamora, is that who it was? I, I, I so. They were like, wow, she's a legend. I'm like, I, I've never heard of this person before. She'd been around years ago. Mm -hmm. What is B. Um, Priestley's new name on that show? B. Davenport. B. Davenport. <laughs> okay. or, or the person in that match that's going to get pinned. Yeah. <laughs> the girl that enters a unification match that doesn't have anything to unify. Yeah, I love when they do she's that. She's the number one contender. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the worst things on NXT is the dyad. They ruined that team. They that ruined G They ruined too. GYV. Yep. Hopefully I Triple like H switches that They're around. I hope he switches that around eventually too, because they're almost disturbing to look at with the way they make them look. Like they're so weird looking. Mm -hmm. They need to change that. Um, I am happy did for. They shaved the one guy's eyebrows. They did something. They messed his face all up. <laughs> um, I am happy that our boy uh, DJ, what's his name? Uh, um, DJ Z. DJ Z is getting up to the main roster now. Oh, and I wow. saw him wrestle at a nightclub in Cleveland. He beat Johnny Gargano for the uh, yeah. CWE World Heavyweight Championship. Because he met him in Chicago, and well, was DJ in a club. <laughs> so, Ken, I know you don't watch it, but him that that tag team, the him and that other guy that uh, they were working for the Italian dude on there because. Uh, uh, Santos Escobar had lost a match and they had to unify their family. So the, yeah. ma the match they had last week, Santos lost, so he's gone from NXT. Well, this mm -hmm. week, the Dyad beat those two guys up and they were kind of all down in the dumps in the parking lot. Like, they, they have no jobs because they got fired. And then uh, Santos pulled up in a 
black SUV and said, I'm taking my family with me. And then they Electra Lopez, them, they the tag team. So all of Legado de Fantasma, the whole group, is obviously coming up to a main roster somewhere. So I'm surprised they're taking the whole group and not just uh, uh, Santos. We might get the cartel stable that Ken always wanted. Yeah, that's true. I like. I, don't San- like I, I mean, I don't find this group interesting at all, but uh, at least we're getting something. I like Santos Escobar. I think he's good. I think he'll do all right. We'll see. I'd rather I- have King Cuerno. Uh, King Cuerno's awesome. I'm just happy for DJZ that he'll, uh, you know, that's cool yeah. for him. I, I'm, you know, I remember talking to him at All In. And, you know, and, and different things. So it would be cool to, to see him, uh, you know, at least get a little bit of something. Well, we don't know where it's going to go, but, you know, it's nice for him. Good guy. Uh, I heard the draft got pushed back, though. It was supposed to be coming up here soon. It looks like it might be after Survivor Series, though. It was always in October, wasn't it? Somewhere around there. They were looking to do it in September here because they have things they want to move around. But it looks like it's going to be uh, after Survivor Series. When they move stuff around, so they'll probably tie it into the Survivor Series storyline. Hopefully, um, have, have all those matches actually be for something instead of for fun. Brock, what'd you whoa, think of? would you think of the lights out match with uh, Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Cho? It actually wasn't a bad match. I hate matches like this, so they're so <laughs> stupid with Lego bricks. I'll tell you and... what that Lego that ending when she jumped off the top rope and landed in those Legos that, that had to hurt. That had to hurt real bad. I'm not a big fan of this. This Wendy girl's not a bad wrestler. I just don't like the gimmick. I don't like Tiffany Stratton's gimmick, but she's got talent, that girl. She could end up be doing something good. Um. Anyway, to wrap it up here, the final thing on the numbers here, the ratings for them. Uh, NXT did drop from their uh, Heat Wave show, 723 to 678, but still good numbers for them. Uh, SmackDown went back up over 2 million to 2.1 million, and Raw went from 1.9 up to 2 million. So they went up, they did well. They went up, they did well. And that's that. Yeah. Uh, what's happening? We're going to have a pay per view next weekend. Is it the same weekend? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think right now, the only day between now, Friday. Uh, the only day between like Monday and next Monday, there's no wrestling Thursday when we record the podcast. Is Clash of the Castle and Impact. and All Out on the same night? No. no. When's Clash? Clash of the Castle Saturday? All Out's on a Sunday. Correct. Okay. I yeah. love me a Saturday WWE pay per view. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we'll see what happens, and we'll go from there. All right, everyone, please uh, like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later. Later.